The following program is produced and furnished in conjunction with Kevin Stanfield and Claude Jennings, who are entirely responsible for its content. Sorry, guys, you are on your own. This is the Federal Football Report, a weekly wrap-up of all things burgundy and gold. The Federal Football Report on Federal News Radio. Here are your hosts, Kevin Stanfield and Claude Jennings. It's the Federal Football Report on Federal News Network and wherever you find your uh, fine podcast. Although, whichever ones you find, you won't find them as good as this one. Uh, we're top-notch. No. I'm Claude Jennings. It's a four-game winning streak for the Washington football team. Uh, man, and there are just visions of a Seattle win in the minds of Washington football fans everywhere and a NFC East division title and a playoff berth hosting a playoff game. Although, you know, they say if a tree falls in the forest and no one's there to hear it, did it fall? If a team hosts a playoff game, but no one's there to see it because of COVID-19, <laughs> they really host a playoff game. We don't know, but all these questions and more, we promise you, the loyal fan, that we're going to get answers to these questions. And it starts today. Uh, Kevin, four-game winning streak, man. Where are you with where this team is? I'm surprisingly, I'm angry. I am angry. I am just so, so mad that okay. there's so much stuff going on, so many underlying themes going on here. You had you had the drama, you had the excitement, you had the 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 nail-biting conclusion. But above all else, what bothers me, being the professional analyst that I am, about mm-hmm. this whole thing is the office of coordinator. Okay. He calls okay. some of the most ridiculous plays <laughs> at some of the most ridiculous times. Now, you know, full disclosure, this is Tuesday after the game, and um, I have not been on any other media since then, so I've been holding all of this in, <laughs> just waiting for fraud to sign on so mm-hmm. I can just get this out. What is wrong with this dude? <laughs> you know, back in our old studios before COVID, you had this sacrifice, the stupidest man in the world. Yeah. <laughs> so is that what you're signing him up for, for that new title? Okay, well, I just want to say, I know we're going to get into it a little in-depth, but no, here we go. we got a situation. The, the the backup quarterback is in, right? You 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 held the uh, the San Francisco running attack, which seemed to be just slicing them up like a Vegematic. You've held them to seven points. Your backup is in. There's all kinds of drama there. He hits his first pass. He's sitting a couple of short passes. He's They're running the ball well. And all of a sudden, this dude calls the okie doke wide receiver reverse jet sweep option, whatever. Why is he doing this? And please, fans, forgive me for being so impassionate about this. But I was in the, you know, I'm I'm watching it with the sound down, which I always do. Mm -hmm. My family was in different rooms in the house. And I screamed at the set, causing them to run from all the rooms, saying, Is everything okay? And I said, (laughs) Scott Turner. And they said, Oh, I understand that. (laughs) Okay, I'm sorry. I just had to get that. I've been holding that in for two days. And He's got to do a better job. He well, it was reminiscent. It was not- reminiscent of the Dallas game where it's it's fourth and whatever, and they're on their own side of the field, and they're not down by much, and it seems like their defense has picked up momentum, and uh, the Cowboys decided to do a fake punt. I mean, it was like what? <laughs> like when? Only a fake punt, a bad fake punt. Anyone watching that game could could tell that it was um, a continuation from the Pittsburgh game, a, a, a hard-hitting, 
You're going to have to grind this one out. This is not going to be pretty. You're going to have to make tackles. You're going to have to hit the man in front of you. It's going to be a physical game. And the team was playing very physical. Why in the world would you want to go with that finesse stuff when everything else you are doing is actually winning you the game? I don't know. Like, it, it was is, a desperation. It is amazing. The team is not desperate. I mean, it's one of those things where if they have a veteran <laughs> quarterback in there, like Alex Smith, you know, who, who, who had to go out, or just anyone else, who would hear that and say, we're not doing that play. Nope, 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 nope. <laughs> not going to run it, guys. And, and would just call his own play in the huddle. Um, it was ridiculous. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, and that that to me, I had to get that out. Now, and I, even if you want to restart the show and welcome everybody back to the Federal Football Report, <laughs> I feel better now because I've been carrying that around. You know, I had to move some furniture today and big, you know, you know 75-pound pieces of furniture. That was not nearly as heavy as the burden of me carrying around my frustration <laughs> at Scott Turner for two days. But I feel better now. Thank you, Claude, for allowing me to vent like that. Now let's continue. <laughs> well, that's what this show kind of is, you know. It's 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 your couch, America. You want us to lay down and 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 vent all of your frustrations <laughs> about your local team? You can do that. We won't listen because we want to talk about one team here, and that's Berkeley. <laughs> and they're on a four-game winning streak, despite the best efforts of uh, Scott Turner to lose the game. Uh, they end up winning yeah, the yeah, yeah. game, beating the 49ers. Um, and the uh, Philadelphia Eagles, they pick up a game, but the Giants lose to the Cardinals. So now the Washington football team is in sole possession of first place in the NFC East. And when you look at the remaining schedule, hmm. you know, with the confidence that this team is playing with, 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 especially on defense, you don't feel bad about any of the matchups. And I don't mean to shock people. You don't even feel bad about the Seattle matchup. I don't. I don't remember. Feel like, like it's a game that they can't win. They beat the Pittsburgh Steelers, a team that was undefeated. I don't feel like this is a game they can't win. Hey, uh, Colt McCoy beat the uh, Seattle Seahawks. Uh, <laughs> remember last week on Fake News or Not, you um, you posed a question about feeling good about Burgundy and Gold making it to the playoffs, and I was shaking my head, and then I thought about it and said, mm -hmm. you know, we don't have a, a starting quarterback that we're facing this year, except, I mean, the rest of the season, except for Russ. Now, mm -hmm. you know, we'll talk about uh, – uh, Jalen Hurts up in uh, Philly in a minute, but but you have to feel good with the season that Seattle is having. They look entirely beatable, Absolutely. and it is our strength going against their strength because the defense isn't playing that well, and and it's our strength, which is our defense against. Russell Wilson and their strength, which is the Seattle offense. So this should be whereas weeks ago, weeks ago, I'd say as little as maybe four weeks ago, this team was pretty much the laughing stock of the league. The team, mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. the team with no name, right? Now we're looking at being the flex team. <laughs> right. The team everybody's talking about. We're the darlings of the league now, you know, which um, which I don't like, <laughs> you know, no. I don't like, I like them just, you know, just keep dogging us and not paying any attention to us and mm -hmm. don't put us on your highlights, you know, just let us be a surprise to you when we come to your town or you come visit us, right? You know, this, you know, of course people are listening to the show because they want every edge they get and they know they, they will talk true, true burgundy and gold here. And, and see, that's the thing. We're coming at you. That's our truth. We're just going to beat you. We're going to out-physical you. We're just going to, we're, we're not going to be fancy, all the stuff for Scott Turner. We're not going to try to fool you or trick you, all the stuff for Scott Turner. We're going to come right at you. So it's no surprises here. We don't, we don't want to be your darling now. We don't, want, we don't want you to take us to the prom now. You didn't want us then, don't want us now. And it all starts with Chase Young, I think, I mean, on defense. 
I mean, this kid, I mean, number one, we can look at his effect on the field, but off the field, I've, this kid is always engaged in the game. I mean, he is, he is like he live and dies with every call the officials make, even when the offense is on there and he's yelling and he's screaming and he's, you know, bad call. He's running up and down and he's jumping and he's, he's down on his knees on third, you know, on third down and short when the offense needs to get a yard. And it's like, you know, he's fully invested. And I love the energy it brings because, you, you know, we talked about this for years on the show, how the team needed a want to coach. Chase Young doesn't need a want to coach. He wants to no, win. No. And he's not he satisfied wants to. with He losing. wants to. And he's not, and, 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 and he's unapologetic about it. He's loud. He's boisterous. He's himself. And he's good. <laughs> yes, yes. And he's good. And if you notice the, the, uh, the second half San Francisco touchdown drive, um, Chase Young was on the sideline for some reason. I haven't heard an explanation of that, which forced me to tweet. It seems like the only person that can stop Chase Young is Jack Del Rio. Mm-hmm. <laughs> why, is he, mm-hmm. why was he on the sideline? I, I, you know, this was after his touchdown run. Maybe he was a little winded, but a guy with a motor like that, I don't see it. I, I, you know, he there was some post-game interviews where he uh, he did a WWKD, like what would Kobe do <laughs> in this type of circumstance? And Kobe would not be on the sideline watching as as a team marched downfield on them, right? So mm-hmm. yeah, you know, this this is the heart and soul of this team right now. And and it's not like it, it's not like uh he's the only talent on the team. And what he's doing is he's enabling other guys to be better. To play to their fullest capability. You can't really be better than you are. But he's allowing guys even to dare to dream to play to their full (laughs) capability, right? You know, we we used to dog the offensive line all the time about having three number one picks winning three games, one game per pick. Mm -hmm. But now the guys are playing. It's not like... You know, it's not like he's an in in your face type of guy, right? They're inspired by his play. He, you mm-hmm. know, we all it's mm-hmm. fun to wreak havoc, and that's what they're doing. Even the worst player on the team is wreaking havoc, and it's it's a joy to watch. It really is. Absolutely, it is. Uh, and you know, you've got the Seattle Seahawks coming to town. We'll do a preview with them. Uh, also, you got games against Carolina. We'll talk a little bit about that uh, and Philadelphia as you head to the end. Um, of the regular season here, but they've got a legitimate shot um, to, you know, to make the playoffs. Uh, uh, So without getting too deep into the show, I want to start fake news or not now, because there's several things uh, that I think we've got to hit on. And I don't want to hit on it before we get to the segment, because I don't want to start the segment of thunder. So ladies and gentlemen, (laughs) it's now time for fake news or not. You know, the federal football report, three statements, Kevin lets me know whether it's fake news or whether it's not, which is why we call it fake news or not. That's right. Um, statement <laughs> number one uh, for fake news or not. The Washington football team have, has concern, uh, must be concerned about the state of Alex Smith and his leg from this point moving forward. Fake news or not. That's news. That's news. And, and it goes far beyond football. Um, you know, when, when two weeks ago in the Pittsburgh game, when we saw him leaking oil on the sideline, you know, my first reaction is, which leg is it? <laughs> is mm-hmm. it the good leg or is it the repair leg? Um, and, you know, it's, uh, even though he's leaking blood, I'm relieved to know that it was not the surgically repaired leg. When you see them working on the leg, if, if anyone who saw the, 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 uh, the, uh, the E60 report, uh, mm-hmm. the ESPN, the special, and what his leg looked like and how, how he and his family opened up, even like physically showing the pictures of what his leg looked like and the fact that they had to pretty much like 
this is kind of a crass comparison, but they can pretty much carve, you know, carve his leg away from the bone like a Christmas ham, you know? You know, it's an amazing thing, right? You know, if you believe in miracles or not, you got to look at that, right? And, you know, thank God for the ability to walk, mm-hmm. uh, you know, or have two legs, let alone play professional sports. Mm-hmm. So anytime something happens there, it's not a matter of, like they reported, uh, a calf strain. This is like I, something else I tweeted at Stanfield Kevin. If you want to yell at me, I tweeted, you know, saying that Alex Smith's leg is a calf strain is like saying a guy who just had quadruple bypass has a, a slight uh, heartburn. No, mm-hmm. yeah, yeah, no, <laughs> you you're got, always concerned about it if something happens. You gotta be, you gotta be concerned. So that's news, and you know, we, you know, thoughts and prayers, not necessarily in that order, going out to Alex Smith and his family because who knows what's going through this poor guy's mind and. Uh, you know, a part of it is not football, ladies and gentlemen. I hope mm-hmm. the fan base understands that. Part of what he's Alex is thinking right now is not football. Because before right. we saw those videos and stuff, Alex and his wife saw <laughs> that leg. He looked mm-hmm. down and said, oh, my God, that's my leg looking like a Christmas ham. So, yeah, yeah, that's news. That's news. And we're hoping beyond football that all this is well and good. Wow. Absolutely. No, I echo those sentiments. Uh, statement number two related to statement number one. The Washington football team has no reason to panic. If Dwayne Haskins fin- has has to finish the rest of the season and possibly go into the playoffs, fake news or not? Yeah, that's a tough question because mm-hmm. you can look at it so many different ways. <laughs> you can look at it like here's a kid who had to suffer the humiliation of being demoted from starting NFL quarterback to third string, not not second from first to third was the subject of so much ridicule and conjecture and, and rumor and innuendo and, 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 and just, just gossip and all kinds of things. But now you have to turn to that same kid and say, Hey, we need you. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you right. You're right. good enough to do that. Right. Very you know, ironic. it's, it's so ironic. And it, it, I, I gotta say, I'm impressed by the, by the character of, of Mr. Haskins. Right. It wasn't like, you know, I know how I would be in a circumstance like that. The first thing I say, oh, so you need me now. <laughs> you know, that, that's me. And that's why I'm not playing professional sports, that mm-hmm. and the lack of talent. But but you got it. <laughs> you know, it's, it's, um, it is so ironic. So I'm, I'm thinking that, um, yeah, that's news. That's news. It, it all depends on hey. they have to sleep in the bed that they made, mm-hmm. you know, and and if if they are to win, if they are to be successful, it's going to be Dwayne Haskins rising above the bed that they put him in. It's, it's going to be him, in spite of everything that happened that was inflicted by the team, it's going to be him within himself rising up and saying, and I accept this challenge, right? Not for, not for my teammates, not mm-hmm. for this organization, not for the coaches, but for my teammates. And... And and what I've seen of him on the sideline, when I see him praying when the defense is on the field, yeah. <laughs> you know, I think he really is a part of it. I think that I think that that's a team, and I think that he's a big part of the team, and I think that the leadership of the young guys overrides um, some of the typical Washington football team stuff that we've had to endure. And, yeah. and I'm, I'm proud of these young guys. I'm proud of him. And you got to be thankful whenever you get a second opportunity. I mean, you know, life is about redemption, right? When you get a second chance, you just got to take advantage of it. So, yes, yes, that's news. All of it, you know, the, the, the future this season uh, just 
might ride upon the 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 arm and and the heart of Dwayne of uh, Dwayne Haskins. Well, he said, uh, you know, when he was leaving the field, he got emotional. You know what I mean? Because uh, he's got this second opportunity here, um, and you know, he wants to take you know advantage of it for however long it lasts. And um, you know, for me, when the team went out and went on victory formation, I was happy that at least there were no fans in the stands that he could take selfies with and miss doing that. Like <laughs> in, uh, you know, last year, I mean, the week for that, it's just, you know, okay. Oh, I loved that. I loved it. I loved it. I understand, but I loved it. All right, go ahead, go ahead. But, um, <laughs> anyway. Uh, <laughs> let, me, let, me say, well, let me say this, too, about, about, about his game. If you notice, okay, stat-wise, Alex Smith had only thrown for 70 yards in the first half, I believe. No more than 80. He wasn't, he wasn't lighting it up and there were a couple of key plays in this he he missed uh uh terry McLaurin on the slant route uh but he hit stephen sims in the hands with one pass and his sims couldn't hold on who sims has some problems lately and the last the last series of the third down play when he hit jd mckissick and and mckissick was was hit it's if if McKissick's hips had been a little wider, it would have been a first down. <laughs> right, right. But because of his the way his behind landed, it wasn't the first down, right? So <laughs> I think, you know, people are blaming uh, uh, Dwayne Haskins for not leading the drive or eating up clock, but actually it was J.D. McKissick's behind. <laughs> that was the problem, right? So a couple of plays here and there. It wasn't all Dwayne. It wasn't all Dwayne. You know, it was he's rusty. Uh, yeah. Can you imagine the, can you imagine how he felt when they said, Dwayne, you're going to need to go in. Mm -hmm. It wasn't like, you know, it wasn't like Alice went down and they said, he saw it. They had to come to him. He had no idea this was happening. Right. You know, he had, they had to come to him and say, Hey, Dwayne, you got to go in. Yeah. And then he, he responded. Right. I'm sure he, he had he, no idea yeah. that that was going on. I mean, he right. had no idea that he had to go out. And he probably said, "Who me? You sure? Yeah. <laughs> you sure? Yeah, you, you, you want me to go in?" And it was any given Sunday all over again. Exactly. Jamie Foxx's character, Steve. Yeah, Steve Willer Beeman. That's right. That's right. Fake news and I question number three. You mentioned JD McKissick. You know, we thought that there would be this huge drop off in the running back position with Gibson out. But they ran well with McKissick and with Barber. Um, you know, is is the running game, uh, did we buy a little bit too much into Gibson, where it's really the offensive line that's doing a great job blocking, and you can interchange these backs and get the same kind of production? Or, um, well, I guess it's fake news or not. So um, is it more so the offensive line and you can get the same kind of production from any of these backs? Uh, is, is that fake news or not? No, that's fake news. That's okay. fake news. I, I think what has happened during the course of the year is uh, the attitude of a running football team is starting to take take shape. And the attitude of a running football team is aggression. It's not so much the finesse, trickery, slide to slide. It's going and hitting somebody. And they've, and they've seen how successful they could be with uh, Gibson doing that. So it's a mindset. It's, it's a mindset. We want positive yardage. We want to take you and move you back some. And that way our running backs can go forward. If we could get Peyton Barber to open his eyes when he hits the <laughs> foul, because he's like a he's like a dude, the proverbial dude shot out of a cannon. He just runs straight, puts his head down and runs straight ahead. If it's a hole there, I'm gonna get some yardage. If not, I'm gonna run into the back of somebody, right? <laughs> if he could just open his eyes and, and, and see the hole, take a second, yeah, uh, stutter yeah. step or something, he'll be productive. But he he 
you can't blame any of them for effort. <laughs> but that's what I that's what I mean. It's 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 the mindset. So it's not just the offensive line. That's what I'm saying. It's 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 fake news. It's not just the talent of Antonio Gibson, but it's the total mindset of who we are, the identity that we've been begging this team to have for years. Mm-hmm. The, and our identity is we're going to come at you and man we're not going to just wait and see what happens here we come at, you know you're too young to remember the monkeys theme song is mm-hmm. here we come <laughs> walking down the street that's it here we come period you know you've heard rumors of of, of the old burgundy and gold telling the defensive linemen what plays they were going to run and whose mm-hmm. side they were going to run on and all that right and that, that's some attitude and that's the, the athletic arrogance that we've been needing around here for a long time so no that's that's fake news it's not the offensive line it's it's team effort, team there effort. You, there you go, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, fake news of that for yet another week on the Federal Football Report. Anything else from the San Francisco game you want to talk about before we move on uh, to look at the rest of the NFC East and preview the upcoming game? Uh, this Just week? really quick, really quick, I wanted to go over um, um, uh, the other uh, stars on defense, which was an effort. Cam Curl was always around the ball. It seems mm-hmm. like he was like, maybe six inches from getting like five picks during this game. He had, he was that close to so many plays and he has a a great instinct for the game, which makes me wonder why he didn't start from the beginning. I mean, these guys just didn't learn how to play football the past six weeks. Right. You know, know, so, so, um, you know, this coaching staff is still in the learning mode as well. And, and so maybe if their egos subside a little bit and, and they realize that, you know, hey, a lot of these guys are playing because of, of injuries. Remember, uh, our starting safety this season were Landon Collins and uh, Troy Apke. That's right. That's right. <laughs> you know, mm-hmm. and and uh, and none of, neither of which was setting the world on fire, right? So due to injury or, or, or bad play, we have the series of Everett and Cam Curl now in, in the safety positions, and the team has never been better back there team has never been better i think the the pass rush is making the corners better because they don't have mm-hmm. to cover so long there was still quite a lot of for a second string quarterback that they had out there in the frisco there was still a lot of uh, passes completed and it seemed like the guys were wide open when they were complete completing them right so sure. mm-hmm. before we d- crown these dudes the 85 bears there's still some work to be done <laughs> there's still <laughs> right. some work to be done fans okay don't get people get mad at me when i'm on twitter and i'm like it's not really a criticism it's an analysis Right. <laughs> when I say yeah. that, right, you know, when I, you know, and then can I go on an offshoot for a second? I enjoyed the time that Sean Taylor was with this team. Mm-hmm. He was a great player, but you know, this team only won one playoff game with, with Sean Taylor here. Mm-hmm. And it takes more than that. And, and, and there's a, there's a, a borderline idol worship relationship with Sean Taylor here. Sure. And I just wish people would just give it up. Just honor the fact that he was a great player. Mm-hmm. He died tragically, but he was not, he shouldn't be on the Mount Rushmore of Washington football. There's so many guys who've done so much more, and and it's nothing against him as an individual. Correct. But we're or just as a, talking or as a, about, or, as, or even as an athlete. I mean, he, right, uh, right, 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 right. But 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 I understand that some people in this town. That's the only good athlete that, 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 that they've seen. You know, that's yeah, the yeah, only yeah. the whole generation that don't know anything other than Sean Taylor's the best player in right, in right, right. Gold in their lifetime. All right, right. I just had to. I just had to throw that out there because it's well, just. I've been mean, getting a lot of grief on that. Yeah, it's it's the idolization when we look back on things in retrospect, without kind of the context. I mean, it's almost if you even look politically, it's almost the way conservatives 
seem to love Ronald Reagan, but you know, if Ronald Reagan was alive today, he wouldn't make it out of a primary in the Republican, <laughs> right. uh, you know, right. primary for president because he's not concerned. He's a rhino to most of them is, is what he right. would be nowadays. You know what I mean? Exactly. 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 With this reverential awe of him when that probably wasn't necessarily the case back then and wouldn't be the case now. But anyway, enough right. of that. Okay, we are in okay. Washington, so I had to throw that kind of thing. Had to throw it in there. Our um, fans are smart enough to dig it, though. That's yeah. right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so anyway, um, um, let's move on to uh, the rest of the NFC East, and we'll preview uh, the Seahawks. So the Cowboys uh, ends up uh, beating up on Cincinnati, uh, Andy Dalton's old team, uh, and Jalen Hurts gets the start for the Eagles. Uh, they beat the Saints, which is no small uh, task. And in a, in a weird way, Doug Peterson still doesn't commit to Jalen Hurts being the starter over Carson Wentz for the next week. <laughs> got to be crazy not to. Uh, and then you've got the Giants uh, losing to the Cardinals. Which result surprised you the most? And which result is the best for the Washington football team? Was the best for the Washington football team this past week? I think the Philly result was the most surprising to me. Not Not... I've, I've always loved Jalen Hurts as a player. Uh, you know, I think that yeah, he just got caught in a situation where there was a quarterback down there better than him. You, you know, it just mm-hmm. happened. That's why you don't, you know, you play, if you're hurt, you play until your arm falls off because, you know, if you lose your job, you just might never get it. Get it. That's the nature of the game. You might not get the job back. But I was more so surprised that New Orleans, which could have clinched the playoff berth with that win, didn't seem to have an answer for it. They just weren't ready to play. And you had a, a team that's not ready against a team that's anxious and has a spark for the new quarterback. That's that was dangerous for mm-hmm. for the for the Saints. So that that really really surprised me. Um, you know, you you figure that Andy Dalton went a little. Who wants to play uh, payback for the old team? Andy Dalton did, and so he got a little payback. And the Giants are, are who who we thought they were, uh, mm-hmm. you know, it's, um, you know, they played their Super Bowl when they, when they beat uh, Seattle. So, um, yeah, it's a good thing that the league did a couple of years ago when they tried to have the last couple of weeks of the season be uh, uh, division games, mm-hmm. right? You know, um, it, it, it works. It, it, absolutely, it brings excitement. Um because right now, like I said, the darling of the league is our poor little losing record first place Burgundy and gold team. So mm-hmm. yeah, <laughs> it's fun. Yeah. There's definitely a lot of fun going on. Yeah, no, there you go. And so as we look ahead um, to uh, the game against Seattle, what are some of your keys to the game? Um, ball control. Uh, I, I don't know if I got to maybe send them a letter, explain to them what that means is, you know, that means the more time we have the ball, the less time Russell Wilson has it. And uh, <laughs> Russell Wilson has a, um, has a couple of great receivers out there. And uh, Metcalf is coming to his own people. Too early. People are starting to compare him to Dez. Are starting to compare him to to T.O. Why can't he just be him? Mm-hmm. You know, T.K. Yeah. Metcalf is, is a great receiver. Um, the tight end position up there it never really. Ever since um, uh, Jimmy Graham got hurt when he left Seattle, when he left New Orleans and went to Seattle mm-hmm. and got hurt, it never really like solidified for them. And a quarterback like Russell Wilson, who moves around a little bit, needs that tight end as a as a, as a a pretty much mid-range safety valve. You look and mm-hmm. see what uh, Mahomes is doing with Kelsey in, in, Kansas, in Kansas City. This Kelsey might be the first tight end that leads the league in yardage, right. <laughs> you know? Mm-hmm. So, mm-hmm. so I think that there's something that, that we can do um, there. 
our ends and the speed of our ends are going to be something that Russ is, has not encountered. Uh, right. Russ will scramble up the middle, though, so we, our linebackers are going to have to get on top of it. Uh, we're going to see what we have in the secondary. It's going to, it's going to take some pressure, and uh, we're going to have to force Russ into some mistakes. Our offense, like I said, control the ball, no matter who the quarterback is. Um, short passes, use your passing, use your um, running, your passing game as a running game with the backside of the backfield. Take your shots when necessary to keep um, Seattle honest. And um, uh, if um, Scott Turner gets a good night's sleep, I'm looking for a burgundy and gold victory. Well, and I mean, well, here's the thing. You talk about Scott Turner offensively, going to have to play physical, run the ball, mm-hmm. establish the run and establish it early. That, that takes care of your, your, your time of possession. That takes care of, like we said, the identity of the team. Run the ball. If Alex Smith is ready to go, whether he is or not, run the ball. Uh, you know, establish that run. And I think we're going to learn a lot, or le- at least learn more about the defense. Like, you know, if they if they're in a situation where where the defensive line is not necessarily being dominant, we're going to learn whether they can stay patient. You know, whether if they can't get to Russell Wilson, um, or they get to him a little bit and he eludes them a lot and is gashing them for big plays. You know, uh, can they stay patient to keep him kind of contained in the pocket, you, you know, until in, in, until they can get to him? And so, you know, we know what the raw talent is. We know about batting down. I mean, these DNs are batting down balls left and right. We know about batting down the balls, sacking the quarterbacks, creating turnovers. But when you're facing a guy like Russell, can we see them be, be cerebral, be heady? I'm not saying that they're not now. I'm just wondering if we can see the patience with that along with, um, uh, you know, just, just kind of thought uh, provoking defense as opposed to attack, attack, attack. But we'll see. We'll see. I don't know. What do you think? What do you, what do you, how do you think this game ends up? Um, real, real quick before I give this, um, you know, San Francisco ran the ball early, and then they stopped running, even with the sense after the run, and I said, oh, yeah, Kyle Shanahan. <laughs> He's been known yep. to do that in the past. Yep. Yeah, so hopefully we don't, we don't take a page out of the Shanahan playbook. I'm, I'm looking for a... Um, um, 28-24 type of game. I'm thinking that uh, one thing that we're due for is a fast start. We have yet to score on an opening drive. This That's unreal. Mm-hmm. Uh, a fast start would mean all kinds of things could be opening up. Um, uh, I don't want another come-from-behind victory, but I'll take it, right? You know, I'd rather I'd rather have the nail rider when they're creeping up, creeping up on us because that's mm-hmm. what you want. You want the game in the hands of your best players, and right now our best players are on the, diff- the defensive side of the ball, right? So I'm looking for 28-24. I'm looking for um, a special teams play, whether it's recovering a fumble or perhaps a kickoff return. I'm, I'm a little concerned that we don't have the 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 – that edge in our on our kick return game, they're just mm-hmm. too content to either let the ball hit the ground or fair catch. We need it. We need a kick return game to become a weapon. So I'm looking for something big out of our special teams this week. And um, hey, you know we get you know one more step towards the home playoff game, right? Mm-hmm. You heard it first right here. <laughs> well, maybe not first, <laughs> but you definitely heard it right here. <laughs> <laughs> there you go, ladies and gentlemen. He's Kevin Stanford. I'm Claude James. The four-game winning streak will be back next week, whether that winning streak continues to five or whether it's snapped at home against the Seahawks. Until then, folks, this is the Federal Football Report. Take care of yourself.